right, we are back, and I have, I completely lost track of time. This, I'm sorry, it's been such a busy weekend, it's been super busy during the week. I'm recording this on Wednesday, this was supposed to go out on Monday, this has just been insane. Um, speaking of Sunday, that, that game was abysmal, but... Welcome back to the FBC Browns podcast. I am Nick Swanson, the host of this podcast, the only one that's ever on this podcast, and you guys seem to have been enjoying all of the other episodes that we've been putting out, so we're going to keep on putting some out for you guys. But this this past week was terrible. The Cleveland Browns traveled to Baltimore to take on the Baltimore Ravens, and got absolutely mollywopped. The Ravens put up 38 points, opposed to the Browns' 6. And those 6 points came in the first quarter. Everybody was bad. If you look at the numbers, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb were the standouts for the Cleveland Browns, and that was because they just kept hammering the ball. It was just keep going until something works, you know? The passing game was not there. Baker Mayfield completed 21 of his 39 attempts for 108 yards, or sorry, 189 yards, one touchdown, one pick. He was sacked twice and had a passer rating of 65. The one touchdown came from David Njoku, who is now on IR. Jarvis Landry had a team-high five receptions for a team-high 61 yards. And... Baker's longest pass, or the the longest reception, was 28 yards. Odell Beckham was not at the game. Like, he was there, but nowhere to be found. Three catches for 22 yards, 16 of which came off of one pass. He was targeted 10 times. Austin Hooper, 2 for 15. Not really expecting much from him. Kareem Hunt only had 4 catches for 9 yards. That was very disappointing. It was uh, not a good outing, to say the least. The, The defense was solid it was um no it wasn't solid it was okay but you could you could tell that this defense was missing pieces like greedy williams grant delpit and mac wilson those those were the three big guys that were out and you could tell you could tell the defense looked lost and confused at some parts of the game and it was just a total nightmare The Browns have a new kicker. Austin Seibert 
missed his only field goal attempt and missed his extra point attempt and was cut following the game. And Cody Parkey, most well-known for the double doink, is now the Browns' starting kicker. He was called up from the practice squad, and he will be their kicker for tonight's game since it's Thursday when you're listening to it, to this. The Ravens looked incredible. Lamar picked up right at right where he left off. 275 through the air with three touchdowns. Passer rating of 152.1. Lamar also had 45 yards on seven carries. J.K. Dobbins, the rookie out of Ohio State, looked pretty good. He had seven carries for 22 yards as well as a pair of touchdowns. And Mark Ingram, 10 carries for 29 yards. The one thing I can say about this defense was that they were pretty good against the run. They only allowed 111 yards across four carriers, so that was good. Um, they recovered a couple, or they recovered a fumble, two fumbles. Well, no, the defense recovered one, and then Kareem Hunt fumbled and recovered his own fumble. So there were two fumbles, both recovered by the Browns. It was not a good game, to say the very least. It was bad. But what makes it even better is you're going right to another divisional opponent on a short week. So today, Thursday, will be the Thursday night debut of Joe Burrow when the Bengals hop on the bus and drive over to Cleveland for the 8.20 kickoff, 8.20 Eastern time, 7.20 Central. And I'm really not looking forward to this game. The Browns looked terrible on Sunday. And then now you have a short week to prepare for the Bengals. The Bengals looked solid on Sunday. They lost because Randy Bullock missed a field goal to tie the game and send it to overtime. And Joe Burrow looked solid in his debut. Joe Burrow was able to complete most of his passes. He looked pretty good, except for when going deep. He was, I believe it was one for six throwing the deep ball. And a lot of them were overthrown by, I don't know, five, ten yards. It was, it wasn't the greatest game, especially for your number one overall pick Heisman winner, who you expect to come in and beat a bad Chargers team right off the bat. But it's going to take some time for Joe Burrow to adjust to the system and adjust to the NFL. So hopefully his first NFL win doesn't come at the expense of the Browns. If I'm being honest, Based off of how this team played last week, I am expecting it. 
this this offense was stagnant. The defense was a turntile, a turnstile, and the special teams unit was god awful. But new players coming in, we're gonna see more of Austin Hooper and more of Harrison Bryant in the Browns offense. And we're going to see less Austin Seibert misses. Hopefully we won't see Cody Parkey missing. But that's that's just hopes. Like it would this is a definitely that was last week was definitely a Browns performance, you know? It's stereotypical Browns. They come out with it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline some sort of offense going and then just dies immediately the hype train seems to have screeched to a halt based off of just the one performance obviously yes there's 15 more games in the season but this first one was bad based off of this first performance i i don't think that this team will end up going 11 and 5 10 and 6 like i previously predicted but some of the other teams around the league also looked bad so we're just gonna have to see how everything unfolds obviously the chemistry will improve going week to week but that's enough on the Ravens game we'll get back to the Bengals game so in the Bengals Chargers game Joe Burrow went 23 for 36 for 193 yards, one pick, and was sacked three times. He did, however, have eight carries for 46 yards and a rushing touchdown. That was their lone touchdown, I believe. Yep, that was that was their that was their lone touchdown. Randy Bullock was two for three on field goals, obviously, and one for one on an extra point. We saw the field goal to send them to overtime. That was bad. I'm. It looked like he faked his injury. He, if you saw it, he grabbed at his calf and Achilles region, and it looked like he saw that it missed, and he just grabbed his leg so that way it would look better for him. You know, I'm not going to speculate. I'm just saying that's what it looked like to me. Their running game was solid. They got Joe Mixon involved early. 19 carries for 69 yards. A total of 122 rushing yards on the ground for the Bengals. Receiving, their leading receiver was A.J. Green, who had five catches for 51 yards. No receiving touchdowns for anybody. Total of 193 receiving yards. This offense didn't look as good as I was expecting. I was expecting Joe Burrow just to come in and light it up just off of what we saw in college. But 
it's evident that there is a transition period between the league or between college and the league, especially with the lack of off season that we had. But hopefully this Browns defense will hold him to numbers similar to that with the lack of secondary players. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Burrow completes about 60% of his passes for maybe 250 and I'll give him two touchdowns. I don't think Joe Mixon will be as effective as he was last week think they'll hold him to under 70 yards, no touchdowns. I think this game will end up being a close one. And I could see it. I'm feeling 17-14 Browns in a Thursday night stinker. Because I don't think it'll be an entertaining game to watch. I hope I'm wrong. Um, You don't have the star power. Obviously, you've got Baker Mayfield and you've got You've got two number one overall picks going at each other, but on two teams that last year were bad. So I'm not sure what to expect from Baker. Baker, I feel like he'll have maybe 200 yards, a touchdown, a pick, and then he'll probably get sacked a time or two. But I think... Nick Chubb will be able to hit the open holes, break through this defense, this Bengals defense. I feel like we'll see around a 100-yard game for Nick Chubb, a touchdown. If we're lucky, maybe he gets two. But I'm really only seeing the Browns scoring two touchdowns. But hopefully we'll see more of Odell. Hopefully we'll see... Jarvis go crazy I'm really scared about William Jackson in particular he's such a good corner he's extremely underrated but you can only hope that's that's all it is you can only hope that the Browns are not going to screw this up and then just completely fall out of any sort of playoff picture which I think if they lose to this Bengals team, I think they're completely out of the playoff picture. I think their season is already done. I just don't know if after this season, or say say the Browns start 0-4, 0-5. Do you just bench Baker, put Keenum in, and then shop, Keenum, or shop Baker at the deadline? try and get a pick for him, and then tank for the rest of the season, try and get Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Jamie Newman, KJ Costello, any of those guys. If they lose this game, then they're pretty much guaranteed to not win the division. If they keep losing, then you you have to move on from Baker. I get it. You put your ass on the line drafting him at number one over Lamar, Sam Darnold, Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, three of, or two of which had, did not turn out well. One was an MVP, Josh Allen, who looked 
pretty good last year, and then Baker, who is borderline not very good. I, I hate to give up on him so early, but... And I know you can make the excuse that, oh, this is his, what, fifth offensive coordinator in three years? Something like that. Fifth person calling the plays. It's it's not a great situation for him, but he's just shown to not be a great quarterback. That's That's plain and simple. That's cut and dry. You can look at it no matter what offense he was in. He's, he just misses receivers. He throws bad passes, which end up getting picked off. I'm a huge Baker guy, but he, you can't be doing that. This is the NFL. These are grown men. These aren't, these aren't the kids that you play against in college. These are grown men who are getting paid millions of dollars to hit you and to embarrass you. And I don't know if Baker's ready for that at the starting level anymore. I really don't. I hope that I'm wrong. I hope that the Browns come out and blow this Bengals team out. I'm hoping the game ends up being like 35-7 to 7 or 14. That's the optimal scenario. But if I'm being realistic, I think it'll end up being 17-14 or like 24-17. It'll be a close game. But that is all we have for now. We'll have a post-game recap coming out after the game tonight so that'll be posted around maybe oh 11 p.m midnight maybe depends how how long the game goes but that's all for now this is all we have for the podcast hope you guys enjoyed hope you guys are gonna be rooting for the browns tonight hope you guys are going to be repping your browns gear make sure to tweet at us at fpc underscore browns if you do and then just have a good night and stay safe everybody